0: Good morning, everybody. Welcome into the show. My name is Ultimate DJs. Welcome into Talking in Cars with DJs, a subset of the Talking Trek podcast. Recorded every Wednesday and Sunday in studio form or fashion. Good evening, good morning, good afternoon to whomever may be listening across the world. My name is Ultimate DJs and I'd like to welcome you to November. Duality Part 2 Arc Launch uh, is here. And uh, we're doing something a little bit differently this morning, Stevens Aaron. We posted our YouTube video this morning as per usual, and uh, put a lot of the introductory information within that video. So what we're going to be doing this morning is a little bit different. Instead of rehashing that entire video, uh, we are going to actually allow you to consume that video first and then come back here to consume this podcast as an official Q&A. So we'll be answering most of your questions, hopefully, with uh, reliable answers uh, and hopefully not of I don't knows. Because uh, that, that happens sometimes during a Q and A, so we'll be answering those <laughs> yes. questions, uh, answering those questions as pertaining. So think of it like a part two. You got to go watch the YouTube video first, and then come here <clears throat> for the second piece of the Q and A on all the information available to us at this time on Duality Part Two. Now, uh, just as a real quick uh, promotion as well, we are giving away five second repair tokens. The way that you are eligible for that is that you go, and you know what? I tell you what, Stephen, Aaron, I'm going to buy us a little bit more time. I know I had announced already we would draw that at noon Eastern. I think I'm going to push that back a little bit. Let's push it back a little bit so that players all across the globe have an opportunity to win. So we're going to push that by exactly 24 hours. Okay, so I'll make the uh, I'll make the correction on our Discord, or maybe you can help me with that. But I tell you what, we'll draw it at noon Eastern tomorrow on Wednesday, and it's noon Eastern or uh, 1700 UTC, that gives everybody a chance to go and watch the YouTube video and listen to this podcast so that they know how they can be entered to win a second repair token absolutely free. All you have to do is go and watch that video, be subscribed to our uh, Teaching Trek video series, be subscribed to the Ultimate DJ's Play's YouTube channel, and leave a comment on this video, the Duality uh, Arc Launch video. Leave a comment there, and we will randomly draw from the comments five winners of a second repair token, uh, you must be subscribed in order to win. So be sure to go and do that. Leave your comments and you could win a free $20 pack right here from all of us at Talking Trek. Thank you so much for being patrons and enjoying our content. Good morning, everybody. My name is Ultimate DJs. Welcome into the show. And uh, as promised, here we go with a Q&A. So you can leave your questions, post your questions into our chat. And we'll answer those. For example, uh, Swagger leads us off today and says, Is Sela worth it? She looks meh. You know, Ripper, I'm going to come to you here in just a moment. I like what I see with Sela. All right. I see critical damage. All right. Now, <clears throat> as mentioned in the video, critical damage is one of the few calculations in the game that is actually, in fact, a net multiplier. All right. So this is a little bit different for me than a typical weapons damage output. Because we know weapons damage is always calculated off base. And that's not usually a really huge number. Okay, if you look at stfc.space for your ship and your tier, you will in fact see what the min max is for your weapon. And that is where research and, and officers base their calculations off of. So it's usually not a wildly large number. In this case, SeLA, with her critical damage bonus, that is actually quantifiably additive to the net damage bonus <clears throat> that you see in your ship's statistics screen. That multiplier is a net calculation after all research is done. So if you take your min max, you multiply by all your research, and you end up with a 1 million power shot, and then you crit, and your crit damage bonus is 250%, then that crit is now 2.5 million. It's a net calculation. So, the reason I do actually kind of like Sela is because she's an officer ability with a little bit more oomph, Ripper, in her damage output because it is, in fact, net calculation, uh, looking at her captain's ability there. Ripper, uh, your insight into Sela, the new epic officer?
1: Uh, I actually like it. I mean, you know, the critical damage is not an insignificant boost to damage. Absolutely not. With the captain. Yeah, ability, I, and the officer ability maxes out higher than Khan,
0: so. Absolutely, she Eventually, is all about the crit. More
1: than more than negating Khan.
0: Absolutely, and uh, yeah. so it it it's. I think Sila will be a worthwhile officer. You know, out uh, out of the box, her captain's maneuver looks decent. Um, but promoting this officer into the later tiers is absolutely going to be uh, absolutely going to be pretty significant. So Obviously, I like that.
1: You know, you can't you can't say well she's she's worse than Khan. Because con is like five percent, yeah,
0: many. People yeah, but con, con that max. would be con max. Obviously. That'd be a tier five so, con. Yeah. yeah. So absolutely. Uh, there you go on Sela. I, I like Sela. I um I will look forward to possibly, hopefully pursuing that officer. Stony dude says territory services seem to be rotating. Why not fix the lag caused by other alliances flooding systems instead? This seems to be a larger issue. Stony dude, I don't disagree. However, Scopley has told us that they have continually been working on lag throughout the past year. Um they've made tweaks here. We've known when they've made tweaks. They've done things here, they've done things there. And arguably at least my experience and the players that I have spoken to indicate that not a ton of people these days have been doing full-fledged wars in territory capture. So we would not really know, Stony dude, if there's been any significant changes into the lag factor. I would expect it's not perfect, but I would expect improvement based on the information that we've got. So, this is the perfect test. Let's reinvigorate territory capture. Let's get players in there fighting again and see oh, yeah. what actually happens. Do I expect it to be perfect? No, I, I don't think that I do, but I do expect it to be better. Uh, so Ripper, I've do been, you have any insight?
1: I have been hearing regular feedback on a territory capture lag, it is not much better than what it was a year ago. So the fixes they've done haven't been very successful. And claiming services seem to be rotating may be a bit an overstatement. They just changed them in this patch. There's no actual uh, oh, service uh, rotation happening. This is just a one-time change, and then it's gonna stay Correct.
0: Correct, this is a new time. normal. The, the words that they used with us was that this was a manual rewrite, okay? So <clears throat> you will not be changing your services mid-service. What Ripper has pointed out is that if you look at your Tier 3 territories after you've downloaded your client update, you will see that the upcoming advanced services, the upcoming advanced services, are the ones that are now finally showing something different in its upcoming queue. It's not even all the services, it's the advanced service that we are seeing uh, that will shuffle On the next upcoming territory capture. So you'll be able to finish out the buff that you have now that you've already paid for. And upon your next takeover, that is when the new advanced service will come into play for tier three territory zones. Um, They have indicated that this was a manual update. So this is the new normal for now. And uh, we shall see how successful this is. And of course, if later on down the road, Scopely has been working on the tech to rotate these with more frequency. However, for now, this is a one and done. The change that you see is the change that you will get for the foreseeable future, and alliances should be planning on how to shift themselves on the map to obtain the services that they want.
1: I I just wanted to mention it because I've seen a few people saying service rotation, and this is not it. This is just...
0: This is not true service rotation. It is a service change. Wilkins yeah. says, "So they're charging for a feature that would benefit people like me who are free to play. You're going to have to, you're going to have to specify in particular. Are you referring to Loaking. second repair, or are you referring to cloaking? Because cloaking is arguably not being charged for right now. Uh, as a matter of fact, both well, the level twenty six and level twenty eight ships are now available in your faction store for actually what appears to be Ripper, a very reasonable price as far as faction tokens." Uh, does not look to be wildly expensive. You need 60 of those shards to unlock the token. And I think I saw, what was it, like 1,300 faction credits?
1: 14,700 for um, the twenty-eight ship.
0: There you go. Less than 15,000 faction credits, which uh, is not wildly bad, all right? Really, truthfully, in the great scheme of things. So uh, if that's what you're referring to. Now, if you're referring to second repair... Um, you know, obviously, I issued them my challenge, and, and that was not the direction that they decided to go. I do agree that second repair is something that would benefit more free-to-play than it would advanced players uh, for speed-ups. However, um, I have paid attention. Since they told me that this was coming, I've kind of tried to pay attention. There are scenarios where I would use it, especially overnight, or, or if I accidentally start to repair one, like my jelly. Let's say I go to an Armada, my jelly blows up, it's a 16-hour repair, and I'm grinding with Stella or grinding with Vidar, and I don't want to necessarily burn 16 hours worth of speed-ups. I mean, I can. I can afford it, uh, but I don't have an immediate need for that ship. Now I can start it to repair, let it get its helps, and let it wind down a little bit until that ship slot is needed for another Armada. Uh, I don't know if it's going to be something that is worth $20 to me. however. As they have done with both other second tokens, Ripper, there will be a $99 pack that is chock full of amazing yummies. And I take you back to second builder, and we remember that, Ripper. It was loaded with probably triple the amount of steel that was available in any other pack. People talked about that being an amazing pack, right? $100, mm-hmm. and it had just Garbo's amount of steel. Yeah, but,
1: you know, then people didn't buy it for the actual feature.
0: That's right! And I can already tell you, I
1: am (laughs) never going to use Second Repair queue
0: never. Oh, I'll use it, for sure. I'll use it because I probably will buy the $100 pack, because presumably, just like Second Researcher came with gobs of dilithium, Second Repair is going to come with gobs of tritanium. And for that reason, I probably would look at the $100 pack. Again, not for the feature but for the materials and resources contained therein. And if I have that feature, then I'm going to use it. Now, if I'm a player that's looking at this as, um, you know, a light spend player and saying, is it worth $20? Is it worth the amount of speed-ups? That is arguably for you to decide. I don't know. If if the $100 pack was not available, Ripper, I do not believe I would buy the $20 pack, me personally. I've got tens upon tens of thousands of speed-ups. I don't know that I would do that. However, I do like the flexibility of the second repair slot in itself for the example that I just gave you a moment ago. So I'm not, um, I'm not opposed to the idea. I don't know that I would pay $20 just for that. But if you're a spender and you would like to look at the $99 pack that has you know all this other stuff in it, I would imagine that that's going to be worth it to, to some players. Uh, Rude Dude has a question. Says, "Should we wait to unlock cloaking on level twenty-eight ships for an event?" Yes. Enough said. Uh, <laughs> there you go. Enough said. Um, let's see. What else do we have here? Oh my gosh, I'm already a hundred and eight messages behind. Okay. V, ready? You go ahead.
1: Even the like the twenty-six ships, uh, if you need to use three cloaks at seventy-five, and the daily needs three kills, so you essentially cannot actually finish that daily every day,
0: even if you that is kill. correct. That is correct, and that was the intent. As a matter of fact, if I'm not mistaken, aren't there two dailies? There's two yes. dailies, and the small daily was intended. All right. So now I have not seen them. Ripper and I—I uh, I, I don't think. Well, maybe Ripper has by now. We did not get early access to the daily and its mechanic. So I did. what I what I was told. Well, good. So maybe you can validate this information. What I was told is that the small daily will be available for everybody to be able to do every single day. But the large daily was not going to be able to be done every single day. It was going to require um, slight burst play, where you're going to have to do it on some days, not on other days. Mm -hmm. And that could correspond with an event, perhaps. Mm -hmm. Uh, Or if you insisted on doing that, then, of course, there's ways to acquire Tetreons. But um, I was told that the big daily was not going to be possible every single day, and that that was was by design.
1: The small one anyone can finish every day. No problem. There you go. It's, it's so that's exactly what they said. One ship while ship. cloaked. Who can do There you go. Hand?
0: There you go. And that's what they said. They said that the small one would be available every single day and that the larger one would require planning uh, and was not designed to be do- done every single day for free. So this is by design. All right. <laughs> Cruzito <laughs> says, I'm actually really excited about territory capture as it will completely break up the multi-alliance coalitions we have in our server, where three or more alliances band together to capture territories, this will be a free-for-all. You know, that was Scopely's hope a year ago. But coalitions did come into play, and players peacefully decided to, I say peacefully, uh, maybe forcefully is a better word, decided to enact their own policies within their own servers. This is definitely, uh, it definitely has the potential to shake things up within those big conglomerates. But um, after the initial shake-up ripper, uh, there will be some conflict here early. Uh, but I would imagine, just like with the original territory capture, eventually people will decide what they ultimately want, and people will decide where they fit and where they settle into the map.
1: I mean, uh, so, the, the new services seem to be uh, a lot more meaningful. So more
0: They do more... seem to be more valuable. Um, of course, they are expensive uh with their requirements for alloy materials uh progenitor materials rather so you're going to have to uh you're definitely going to have to participate as an alliance you're going to have to maybe even god forbid rely on the meridian to make sure that you're increasing the number of refines that you're doing so that your alliance will have the available materials every single week um so definitely feel and and another piece of this ripper i believe I believe that this could be maybe possibly an effort to have alliances focus on one Tier 3 territory instead of trying to hold two. Because getting the advanced services for both will be extremely, extremely difficult for a lot of teams, at least long-term. I know a lot of teams probably have a lot of that stuff banked up, um, but probably not, because they've been running those advanced services already. Now that these advanced services are more valuable, your alliance is either going to have to put up or not participate, or at least not be able to get those buffs. So this could be, possibly, if you're in an alliance where uh, conglomerations or peaceful transitions of territories do take place, then this could be a scenario in which it is actually now more beneficial for the server for six alliances to hold one Tier 3 territory each. That, That certainly could be possible. All right, next question. Mr. Patriot says, hey, DJ, are we getting cloaking shards in the faction store? for G4 uncommon ships. Ops 42 at the moment and can't complete new dailies without buying a cloak, have to kill 3 level 42 ships to complete one of the dailies. So, this is very interesting Mr. Patriot. I so old man has confirmed that eventually cloaks of all kinds are going to be made available whether it be in the event store or in the faction store. Right now you've got a level 28. Now, as a level 42 I don't know if you still have a maxed Sally or a maxed Bortus. Um, Don't know if you do or not. This is a super interesting mechanic, Ripper, because the way I see it, I took my Tier 8 Sally out this morning, and I'm only Ops 41, Mr. Patriot, so I, I don't know how the daily will scale for a player of your Ops, but I took my Tier 8 Saladin. And was able to kill a hostile of, of level 41 with a Pike Moreau Chen. Now, obviously, it's not super ideal, and you have to have that Sally if you have not scrapped it yet. So, if you have not scrapped it yet, then that's probably potentially how you're going to ha- be able to do it. And if you want okay. to reliably and routinely take advantage of this daily, then you may want to begin reinvesting into a scrappable ship. Obviously, it's not going to be a ship. That you will need forever because eventually the other ships will have their cloaks made available through a grind. However, in the meantime, if you want to get a jump start on this, you're probably going to need to look to, you know, tearing up a Sally if you want to get a jump start on this research.
1: Is the Sally cloakable yet?
0: I don't think it is. Uh, sorry, I'm not the Sally, the Mortis. The the uh, the the I did not cloak. I'm not spending Tetrions. And obviously, yeah. now that was a stupid test. <laughs> I took the Sally out to do the test. Which was stupid, since it doesn't have a cloak. But uh, since, the ship anyway. since the ship rebalance, the Bordus does seem to have very similar properties to the, board, uh, to the Sally when it comes to hostile grinding. So I would, at that point, recommend potentially that you look at a Bordis and you look at purchasing the cloak in your faction store for a Bordis. Again, if you want that head start. Okay? There you go. JT10 says, where are the G4... Oh, same question. G4 cloaks are not in the Faction Store yet. Level 26 and 28 have been made available for grind in the Faction Store. That is all that has been done so far. The G4 rares and epics, uh, sorry, G3 rares and epics are still available for sale at the same price point they were last month. And the G4 uncommons have been made available for sale at the same price as the G3 epics. And uh, that is uh, the only new ship cloak that you have is for the two G5 Uncommons. And they will be priced the same as the G4 Epics. What is the next question? Maybe Ripper, you can help out. Steven Aaron seems to be struggling to find the question. He's probably at um, work, actually. Uh, you he, are at work, aren't you? No, <laughs> no it's 2.30 in the morning. <laughs> ah, sorry. So, yes, he's struggling to keep his eyes open, folks. Uh, yeah, oh, my bad. No, Sorry, I paid
1: that. like two cups of coffee. That's all good. Um, Lord Farquhar asks, what is your feeling for the event arc grade considering this month was
0: A plus on day one? Oh gosh, impossible to tell. Um, <laughs> based on paper, I think it's another solid arc. Um, as released in the video, we do know that we do have another solo milestone path uh, to an epic officer and I am not using the word free-to-play <clears throat> uh, intentionally this month uh, scopely has used the same terminology and i kind of did not want to adopt that same terminology i, I don't want to say free to play because the milestones as we saw last month uh probably stand to be relatively significant all right however <clears throat> i will maintain that an epic officer is available without a required pack purchase and without the participation in a solo leaderboard meaning that this is another Epic Officer 100% available through uh, engagement and material spend in a true SMS fashion. For that reason, I'm very, very excited about 11 of 11, Borg Barrett. Uh, I feel confident that players recognized the pattern from last month and and heeded the advice of the moderators and the content creators and uh, took it upon themselves to save their materials and save value, valuable currencies so that they would be able to compete and unlock this epic officer. So, uh, for that reason, the Ark definitely does have a good positive feeling. Uh, Lord Farquaad, also, I give them high marks for releasing the level 26 and 28 ships into the faction store for a free-to-play player. I mean, that is literally 30 days of premium access, which is the shortest premium access period of any paid feature we have ever seen. So when I look at it from that angle, from that perspective, I actually applaud that move. Uh, I was very critical last month of the tent pole feature, the one feature that everybody should be excited about, the one feature that everybody, you were pushing everybody to play. I was very critical of that being behind a paywall. It did not last, and now level 26 and 28 ships are truly free to play, and so I also give that high marks. Lord Farquaad. From the uh, perspective of the storyline, I'm very excited. I'm super pumped. I believe what they did with the Enterprise cloak is very well designed. It was very well explained. It was not just dropped in. Uh, They had a story even last month that, that led into the series of events that explain the Enterprise getting cloaking, and for that reason, I also applaud the narrative this month. Um, of course, the artwork is great. Denise Crosby looks good. Raj on the front cover. Uh, a lot of people thought that that was Tomalock. No, look at his forehead ridges. That is the Romulan Klingon hybrid. It is Raj, who is a central piece to the storyline this month, and uh, very very excited about uh, about the narrative this month. So, Lord Farquaad, I'm not obviously prepared to give it a grade, but I am very positive about the things that I see. Another positive. Is in the SELA acquisition. SELA acquisition has reverted back to, well, not reverted, but it's the same as what Honor Guard Wharf was in that it will require a solo leaderboard. However, what they did remove was the guarantee if you spent $100. So, moreover, Stevens Aaron, the SELA unlock is a little bit more traditional in its auction format. You cannot just straight up buy this officer. However, there will be a gargantuan number of shards. Okay. I don't know the exact shard count, but I was told it was going to be well over half of this officer would be available uh, through the $100 Battle Pass, the Elite Battle Pass track, and events. All right. So they're not requiring the $100 pack for for unlock. like They're not guaranteeing the unlock with the $100 pack. They're kind of upping the ante just a little bit. They're saying that the $100 pack will source over 50% of the required shards uh, with Elite Battle Pass and the $100 pack and then the events, but you will have to supplement uh, with participation in a solo leaderboard. And for that reason, I bring that up because the solo leaderboard auction or the solo leaderboard mechanic itself has been modified this month to uh, include additional scoring metrics in away team's assignments completion and trait XP spend. But also, they've balanced out the guns a little bit. So hopefully players really enjoyed and blitzed out on their guns last month. The guns this month will not carry nearly as much weight. All right. Uh, Guns this month will not carry as much weight. They will, of course, still count. And they are still gobs of points but they're not insurmountable. So they've balanced that power leaderboard uh, so that building and trait XP and away team's assignments and research will be more balanced, and that gives players a multitude of opportunities to score and participate and acquire Sela. So, Lord Farquaad, I'm also really, really happy about that. Um, Scalyback, for example, is a player who couldn't do guns. And I did guns, but I don't have enough guns to do it again for a second month. This month now gives me an opportunity. (laughs) Yeah, a lot of people burn through their guns. And this gives players an opportunity to now still be able to compete again in a more balanced fashion. Obviously, yes, guns will still, just because of the sheer number of points, it's still going to give you an advantage, but it's not a runaway advantage. All right, so research will be able to overcome. Uh, Further, just as a quick side note, and I know that you guys haven't seen it yet, But this is the first month where Scopely has, in fact, separated the bracketing for Ops 38 and 39 players. Ops 38 will and down will not be forced to compete against an Ops 39 when it comes to the bracketing for Sela. And this was done predominantly because of Epic away team's assignments. And this is huge. This is feedback-driven. This is 100% um, based on the conversations had by the content creators, moderators, and Live Ops, and they guaranteed us that 38 and down would be separated from 39 uh, up uh, for the purposes of SELA because of the epic away team's assignments. So hopefully you guys can enjoy that as well. So to summarize Lord Farquaad, I'm feeling very good about it. Obviously, implementation is always a huge thing. We'll see how that plays out. But I am very optimistic heading into this arc that a lot of things that were feedback driven uh, were acted upon. You know, last night, <clears throat> last night uh, I was deluged with PMs and, and messages that players uh, were PMing me based on uh, comments in Rev's uh, Twitch stream last night to thank me uh, for a mechanic that was coming oh, yeah, this we month. Saw
1: that. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so what he was referring to. And I'm going to share credit where it's due. What he was referring to, Uh, and I have made mention of this before, Stevens Aaron. I I know that I've mentioned it on shows. Players don't often see version one. Ripper, we've talked about this a dozen times. Players don't see version one. Um, Scopely, you you guys have heard that I have been screaming and screaming and screaming about a player advisory panel. As, and Scopely has done that. They've just done it quietly. There is a player advisory panel. They are consulted. Um, however, even moreover than that, um, version one of this month's arc was not going to source 11 of 11 in a quote-unquote SMS path. And And I actually, I know that Rev said to give me the credit. I do not deserve the credit. I supported the initiative. But I give all the credit to Official Moderator Caution, who was the first to stand up and say, oh, whoa, whoa. Okay, hang on. We, we tried something. It was loved. Why would you take it away? I, of course, yeah. immediately and quickly seconded that notion. But Official Moderator Caution led the charge. He had the support of everyone present, including myself, including Ripper, including No One Shell. Uh, This was not something that I deserve any modicum of credit on. I will give credit where it's due. Official moderator, caution, uh, led the charge towards 11 of 11 being a grindable path without the requirement of purchase because that's what it was going to look like. He led that charge. He got it done. And uh, I want to share credit where it's due. So official moderator, caution. Now you can go PM him and tell him that DJ told us to tell you thank you. All right. Because it really was uh, really was Spam official. Him. That's right. Spam the official. <laughs> DJ says, thank the official moderators in particular, official moderator caution, who did a great job uh, in that presentation. So, um, divine, you say, I hope they didn't change the damage mechanic on guns. I literally just said that they, Oh, Oh, I'm sorry. I misread your statement. No, they have not changed the damage mechanic. What they have done is reduce The point multiplier for power gained on a gun, okay? They've reduced the multiplier of points. So nothing has changed with the mechanic of guns. Nothing has changed with their power. It's just they have changed the point multiplier, the metrics in that event. Uh, Not likely, no. They have changed the point multipliers so that they could work in more balance and work in the trade XP and away team's assignments, uh, point metrics, in that to make everything a little bit more balanced, Okay. There you go. All right. Uh, K21 says, didn't we conclude that the domination model is not sustainable? Actually, the steps that they took this month, you're right. If it was guns only, definitely not sustainable. All right. What they did with this month by opening it up to all buildings, all research, and arguably free away teams assignment completion. All right. Because you got to think away teams assignment speed ups are sourced. You can hoard those. You can bank them up. You could come in and do 30 days of assignments in a single day if you wanted to. So they arguably did address the sustainability issue with terms of power auction by incorporating the free away team's assignments mechanic. uh, And obviously trade XP can be purchased, but but nonetheless, it's also grindable, kind of. But research and buildings are always infinitely grindable and for the most part i mean obviously not infinite infinite but you know you get my point there's a ton of research that you can do and by bringing those more in line with the guns all players now have a better opportunity to be able to compete so the borg tokens uh the the new borg systems and this was not given to us in advanced release ripper i'm super thrilled that again another feedback item lord Farquaad. going back to my initial grade I feel like there's a ton of feedback that have been built into this arc by adding additional Borg level thirty three systems. However, they were in error launched this morning without the requirement of a token. So while it would have been nice to have that, what would have happened is the players would have just <laughs> abandoned the token system. Okay, yes. so you can't you can't technically have it both ways. I do understand why it would have been great to keep. uh, Would have been fantastic to keep. I don't disagree. However, um, they are uh, putting the same mechanic with the limit of the Borg Transwarp cells back onto those systems. So Enjoy it for a little bit. They're not going to be taking any adverse action on players who go up there and do a little bit of grinding. I mean, after all, you're still spending time and resources and doing a little bit of grinding up there. So nothing bad is going to happen. Just get up there, enjoy it a little bit, and know that the sales are coming back. Hey, Wilkins says, can we get clarification on the grouping of 39s for solo leaderboards? Are they going to be grouped into their own leaderboard? Or are they going to be grouped higher only for this certain SLB? As of right now, my understanding is it was specifically for the SELA auction because of the epic away team's assignments mechanic. All right? That was all that I asked for. I asked for, based on your feedback, that the 38s be separated from the 39s. At this time, I do not expect that the 39s have their own bracket. I would expect the 39s would probably be grouped through 41 uh, for the purposes of this. But I do not know. Please do not take that as gospel. That is only my personal belief. I have no data to support that. And if they came in and gave 39s their own bracket, that would be amazing. But I do not expect that. All right. I expect them just to be moved with the group above because of the epic away team assignment mechanic.
1: Events are up.
0: Events are up on APAC. So we'll be taking a look there. And uh, Looter and V-Ready will be performing their, hopefully performing their usual duties to get us the screenshots. All right. There you go. So what we see, of course, our battle pass overflow from the shadows, uh, solo milestone this. So from the shadows is the event designed to uh, reward for new research. So now for those of you listen, I still I still for APAC players, I recommend always waiting just a little bit. I don't recommend you starting uh, as soon as events drop, because this is when we're trying to figure out if things are working properly. Plus, as we have known from Battle Pass events of the past, sometimes things don't proc all at the same time, which has led to differentials in Battle Pass versus Overflow. Uh, Cloak and Dagger. This is a hostile grind SMS. Uh, interestingly, about Cloak and Dagger, this again. Well, we'll we'll give more information about Cloak and Dagger. Uh, on its second run coming up in our event guide video. Today, you're just going to simply do what it says. However, this is a cool new event mechanic that Scopely is, is putting into play this month. You can actually, possibly, potentially change your milestone requirements in Cloak and Dagger for the next run by performing tasks in the game. And that information will be made available to you tomorrow. It's actually a very, very cool idea, and I kind of really dig it. Okay. Uh, And of course, (laughs) Uh, it is interesting. And of course, Disappearing Act is back, the cloaking event. And what we are seeing now is a 72 hour event for the same 500 point milestone, Ripper, which means there are no more excuses. (laughs) Everyone should be able to complete this one without having a huge bank stored up. Uh, but is funny. And again, reinforces my theory that on Halloween, it was not supposed to run as a 24-hour event. I'm just throwing that out there. Going to go back to my claim that it wasn't supposed to be that way. This month, we are seeing disappearing act on day one run as a 72-hour event for the same 500 points being required. Go ahead and be ready.
1: They're actually giving you tetrions in the milestones as well.
0: Not much, but they add up. Well, I will tell you, folks, do not expect hordes and hordes of Tetrions nor Tetrion radiation. There are only seven new researchers that take this new Tetrion radiation. It is going to trickle in just like ISO Resin did. It's available on day one. It will not be a quick grind. Uh, it's not designed to be done in a day. Um, so be aware of the Tetrion radiation, the new candy-looking currency. Uh, where you'll be able to start working on these researches. It's not designed for you to do in a single day. All right. Uh, also, Luter is showing us that the TC Takeover event is live, and actually, Ripper, running for two weeks. They had told us originally one week they have got the TC Takeover event running for two full weeks of territory takeover uh, cycles. This is interesting, very interesting. So I'm very curious to see, uh, to dive into this. We're going to spend a lot of time on this one, I'm sure, on tomorrow's podcast. But uh, taking a look at the screenshots from the payout on first place, looks okay. I'm actually not I'm actually not blown away by that, but it is huge. It is big. It's bigger than any single event has ever been. But I'm not. I was kind of hoping for, like, you know, full unlocks of, like, five Epic Offices. (laughs) Obviously, (laughs) that didn't happen. (laughs) But, uh, anywho, there you go. Um, Cool. All right. Uh, More questions on your Talking in Cars with (laughs) Q&As. See what I did there? I'm going to make that the title. Talking in Cars with Q&As here today. Uh, boss says these events look pretty daggone amazing I uh, from what I'm seeing here I don't disagree I don't disagree oh yes looter is showing uh, the battle pass everybody great news as mentioned in the video the battle pass secondary material payouts have been revamped all right now resources and materials stayed the same but in milestones where you would have gotten say progenitor alloy those have been replaced with Trade XP, Ultra Tokens, Tetrions, and even Officer Shards. The Battle Pass, in its secondary material payouts, have been revamped and uh, are looking pretty sweet.
1: And All also, right? they're, giving, they're giving out another 26 Cloak in the Elite Battle
0: Pass, so I suggest nobody buy it with faction credits if you want to buy the Elite Pass. Oh, okay, there you go. There you go, another level 26 Cloaking Token. Uh, For your second ship, there you go. Uh, That is odd. But, nonetheless, okay, cool for players who missed the last month. Neofarius says, where are the new Borg systems? They're actually over in Romulan space, ironically. Um, Ripper, geographically uh, geographically speaking, aren't they, I haven't seen them yet. Are they the east side of Romulan space?
1: They're above radar,
0: Right above radar, radar. Right next to Vindor. There you go. Zero of ten is asking the question about the Borg token that Ripper answered a few moments ago. Uh, this is going to be corrected. You can enjoy it for now, but a fix will be coming to close up those token systems. So you can you enjoy go. it now. You can enjoy it now without without penalty, uh, but they will be closed up here soon. Yeah, has just posted the pics of the gifts and that come with the uh, cloaking research unlock with a key. There you go. And I didn't want to steal their thunder, but uh so where where's the gift chest? We were told that there were more days of gifts coming and uh yeah. looks like they have already done that. There you go. There's yeah. the cloaking token of,
1: of two two shards each
0: of uh, of two of the officers. There you go. Just like we uh just like we had uh, last month with some bonus shards and this month knowing that Sila in particular Is going to be required to supplement shards uh, through solo leaderboard or or other types of acquisition because there's not a clear defined path. Every shard of SELA will count this month. Uh, Same thing for 11 of 11. Now, here, let me give you this path. We do know, as confirmed by Scopely, that 11 of 11, the Borg Barrett crystal mining officer, will be available through 100% participation of an SMS, and does not require cash spend, which means it does not require anything in the Elite track. It does not require anything in the $100 pack. It will only require everything in the SMSs and the free track of the Battle Pass. At this time, I am going to not indicate that there is any buffer, not until we know. Not until we know. So, these shards that are coming in the gift chest, as of now, we should presume that they are a part of the plan. All right? Last month, it eventually became evident that they were not required, and Scopely eventually confirmed that for us. As of now, I believe that you should treat every single one of these shards as gold and uh, work to accumulate every single one until we know the math on the path of progression. Tiala says, DJ, do you think this arc has been focused too much on servers not yet with Enterprises? Tiala, yes. And I think it's long overdue, to be honest. Uh, um, Federation faction has gotten all of the love while the Klingons and Romulans have silently, not so silently in some cases, sat back and been the redheaded stepchildren of Star Trek Fleet Command. It is time that the Romulans and Klingons had a story of their own and had features of their own and had something that really, truly benefited. I mean, you even look at the officers in this game. Some of the best officers in this game are Federation officers meant for Federation ships. You look at TOS Kirk and TOS Uhura. That combination is literally, really, best on an Enterprise. I mean, it can be used on other explorers, but it's best on an Enterprise. So it's time. That Romulans and Klingons got their fair shake. Uh, Lube says, "Question: Any news on whether they heard us about the level of spend needed for the officers' SMSs at forty plus?" All I can confirm for you, Lube, is that they did hear us. I cannot confirm on whether or not they have taken action. What I do know is that they and and I have had extensively long conversations about material spend and what is acceptable and what is reasonable as compared to something that might seem too expensive or steep. Those conversations have happened. I do not know what the new milestones will look like. They could be the same. They could be lower. They could be higher, although I don't expect that. I would work currently in your preparation phase. I would currently advise you to expect that they're the same and be pleasantly surprised. Okay, so as you are doing your prep, I would highly encourage you to prepare for the worst. Be pleased with the best. A deal says, "Can a boarder kill level nine at level thirty-nine hostels?" Absolutely, it can, without a doubt. Um, there's also one that's been posted:
1: a screenshot Borg transponder. Uh, do you know anything about those? Used to purchase epic Borg minor chests.
0: Oh yeah! So uh, this was in a video. Thanks for everybody who watched. Appreciate you guys being aware. Um, <clears throat> there is uh, there is a Borg officer recruit chest coming this month, and Borg officer recruit tokens will be made available in some events and in some of the battle pass, and will also also be available for purchase. The players want to spend extra to acquire extra of those, but there will be a Borg officer, a Borg mining officer. Recruit Chest, which will have 3 of 10, 4 of 10, and now, uh, sorry, 3 of 11, 4 of 11, and 11 of 11 uh, in there uh, for players to hopefully be able to work. Like, I don't have 3 of 11, 3 of 10 to pring. I don't have her. So I may be more inclined to uh, work towards trying to uh, trying to work on her this month. Fudge says so. 63,000 credits to unlock a D3 cloak. That is incorrect. The, the math has already been revealed. It's 14,700. You're carrying your one in the wrong place. <laughs> 14,700 faction credits. And that was, by the way, for a level 28. The level 26 is less than that. There you go. <laughs> Sanzo says, I finally own a 7-Eleven. That's hilarious. <laughs> That's really, really funny. <clears throat> uh K21 says the amount of people they'll call those of eleven is probably the same two people that call photon tokens allegiance tokens. I I mean obviously I'm gonna I'm gonna try. I'm not morally opposed to it like I am with transwarp conduits. I'm not morally opposed to it. I'm just used to of 10. So uh that's probably gonna be a hard habit to break. Uh that said, Eden says, Great news on the minor recruit pack. Absolutely, you're two shards shy of Borg to Pring, and uh, you will definitely have an opportunity to cap her off this month. Definitely. Definitely. Kept says, when do the rest of us get new stuff? Listen, APAC always gets stuff early. This is for QA. This is for testing, because we do know that the community tests better. Uh, (laughs) So, APAC has the events. That's always normal. Uh, European servers and U.S. servers will likely get them within the next hour or two. They they have it used to be that APAC only got it early and EU and US would still roll out at noon Eastern, but for the last two months they've actually rolled US and EU out early, just not as early as APAC. So I would expect in the next. Another
1: reason for that, and that is less event launches at the same time, and I think some of them are more intensive than the regular date. There were a couple of new
0: servers, like my server, that would get them early as well. So, yes, your daily, um, your daily gift chest, as somebody's pointing out, it does say day one through three, just like October. No different. Uh, you've got a daily chest there that says one through three. That will be for the first three days. Limit three, already confirmed. You can't try to get a fourth. Nice try. Uh, it is limit three, days one through three, and uh, you will uh, get those shards there. Uh, Koala says, I have a question regarding new cloaking dailies. The second task asks us to win three fights. That's 75 tetrions, but we only get 65 a day. Will this be adjusted? No. Uh, we've answered this question a little bit earlier as well, but no, the small daily is, a, is meant to be able to be done every single day. The big daily will not be, uh, able to be done free to play every single day. And this was by design. It was by design. Epically Jess says, I only have a legionary with cloak. Literally, my only other Klingon Romulan ship was a newly built D4, and I know that I won't be able to get the cloak for that. Will I have any chance of completing some of the events? Can I be competitive or just sit back and continue to build instead of stressing about cloak-related events? Uh, Listen, with a Tier seven Legionary, I think you're going to be fine. Um, You've got the cloak. You've got the ship. So, um, absolutely, I think that you'll be able to compete. Will it be maybe a little bit more challenging as far as time? possibly because you're playing with a smaller ship um but they're cheaper also so you're not spending any more as far as resources you just might be spending a little bit more time timster says quick question how many events will there be uh last month the amount of events was a bit underwhelming um i don't i don't want to know if i would use the word underwhelming there were definitely fewer events but they were much more strategic and much more planning required uh, with the roadmap for for Stone, for example, Heart of Ston. Um However, this month the calendar is wildly busy. Uh, we've been told that the calendar will be chock full this month, and an event guide video timster will be coming out hopefully within about twenty four hours to break all that down. But yes, uh, there will be a ton of events this month, and we'll break it all down for you coming up. very soon. Lube so, says so, you can't so. call it. You, you can't call it a daily then.
1: Well, okay. I. The tetrions, the
0: tetrions, it's a daily goal. You don't get every goal every single day. So, so you don't have some
1: to. people have been saying this. I've seen this more than once. The tetrions you get in the dailies are not for cloaking. Those are for researchers.
0: It's a totally different you currency, people. It's you called can't Tetrion. Use them. That's because right. Some people it's called... keep saying
1: if you finish the small one, you get tetrions. No. No, you cannot. It's a different no,
0: currency. that's correct. So tetrions are used for cloaking. Those are the little ball-looking things like on a trophy stand, all right? What you are getting in the daily is tetrion radiation. It looks like a candy. Uh, the tetrion radiation is the currency used for the new research in the galaxy tree. Lorenzo says, any word on some more scrambled communication-style events? Trivia? Those are fun. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I'll send it back up. I know that they are fun. I like it. A-Deal says, no cloak for the Sally? Nope, not yet. The only Federation ship that has it is the Enterprise, and that is fully explained by the story presented and begun in October and will presumably continue throughout this month. But the Enterprise is the only Federation ship that has it because, if you followed the story, go back and watch our video, it has been gifted to uh, the Federation by a defector of the Tal Shiar, uh, who is defecting to the Federation. Uh, to end the war. And so that was one single prototype gifted to the Federation. And Captain Picard and Geordie LaForge implemented it on their ship in order to attempt a rescue at the Tal Shiar agent, and uh, that failed. So that story is going to continue this month. Kept5 says, just to confirm, changes with territories are only the services The position of tier three territories on the map will not be changed. That is correct. The map is not changing. Just the services are. How to obtain enterprise cloaking. Good question, Adil. So this is pay only for this month. Okay, that's pay only for this month. But how to get it is going to be a little little complicated, okay? So if you have the enterprise, if you have the enterprise... And if you have, uh, well, obviously, if you have the Enterprise, you've got the faction reputation for it. If you have the Enterprise, you will be presented with a mission. The mission chain must be completed. And once the mission chain is completed, then a pack will show up in your store. Then you can buy the Enterprise Cloak and be able to to access it as a refit. But you got to do the mission first to unlock the pack. Then the pack has to be purchased. Okay, there you go. (laughs) Andar says, stop the Fed hate. Trust me, buddy, you got Fed love for 18 months. Time. It's time.
1: We've also got an amazing new Prime that's coming out um, as well, available to Ops32+, plus, which is a second Prime offices.
0: Absolutely. There are three new Primes coming out. Uh, One of them, which is doubling the amount of Tetrion radiation, Uh, is going to be available in the Elite track of the Battle Pass. And that uh, will be uh, basically available to anybody who has the Elite track of the Battle Pass uh, that doubles your Tetrion Radiation payout. And then the two other Primes, one for uh, Damage While Cloaked and the other for essentially a a new Prime Officers, those are available for $100 Prime packs in your store. um, And they are costing G5 Uncommon so for G5 players who can grind that out, those are essentially possibly free primes, uh, free. They cost, you know, substantial amounts of of G5 Uncommon. But if you can't get G5 Uncommon now, then um, they are pay, or you can, you know, grind it out. If you're a late 40s level player and you want to hang out for a minute until you can refine it, then you can do that as well. Uh, Reneko says, what prime is in the battle pass? Again, just answered, that is the uh, prime... Tetrion, I don't remember what it's called, but it doubles the output from your dailies. All right, it doubles the output from the dailies uh, so that you get more Tetrion radiation so that you can do research faster. Dragon Slayer says, Will Officer Prime still be based off base stats? Absolutely, as always, yes. Uh, NCC, are we going to be able to preview the officer traits before we acquire a new officer? Yes, that information is available on stfc.space. Uh, And it's in our YouTube video. We revealed the three traits that are on each of these new officers. Well, the rarely has two, but that information is available on stfc.space. I beglin says, sorry, I hate to keep going on this, but it doesn't sit right. Can you explain a little more what the design is when you say the dailies will require more Tetreons than given daily by design? Just what I said. All right. The little one will be able to be done every single day. The big one will not be able to be done every single day. Uh, you can do it on certain days, but on a free-to-play path, you will be required to consume more Tetreons than what you are being sourced. So you'll be able to do it, say, two out of three days. It's not really that different than, say, for example, the accumulation of mudmata Directive. You know, you want a rare Mudmada like every two or three days. So very, very similar to there. Folks, I am at work, and work must be done. I thank you all for listening. Thank you all for tuning into this Q&A. Of course, stick around. More information will be done. Uh, More information will be provided here every single day uh, and all throughout the day regarding this new arc. For more information, please visit us uh, online at TalkingTrekSTFC.com and uh, visit the resource, the wonderful, amazing resource at STFC.space. My name is Ultimate DJs from the Talking Trek podcast. Thank you so very, very much for tuning in. Please be sure to go and watch our YouTube video. And don't forget your chance to win one of five second repair tokens that we are giving away uh, tomorrow. That will happen on Wednesday. Uh, we'll give those away. So go. You must be subscribed. You must leave a comment. And you will have an opportunity to win. My name is Ultimate DJs. For all the cast and crew here at Talking Trek, we say thank you. I'm your friendly neighborhood cat person saying out for now. Love you, minute. Catch you on the next one. See you later. Bye-bye.